Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Hello to both guys and girls and men and women. This is Timmons Podcast and I'm your host, Timmon. I really need to figure out like an intro for my podcast or something or some something consistent. I'm just kind of making it up as I go and hopefully you guys realize that this is the whole podcast. I'm just making things up as I go. So this is Timmons Podcast and I'm your host, Timmon. And today I got an awesome conversation with Steve Perez. And he is an awesome dude. Goshen native. I've, I've known him for know, a couple of years. We met through the gym, through Twitter. He's given me some shout-outs. I give him some shout-outs on past episodes. You may have heard him from there. Uh, but this dude is so disciplined. He's going to tell you his story, the things that he's, he's into and, and what he's all about. And I absolutely enjoyed this conversation. Disciplined, organized, go-getter. He's doing big things, but even bigger things are to come. That's what I envision, what I see. So so thank you. Guys, listen to this conversation. Enjoy it. I just want to give real quickly a shout out to Ollie. He uh, came up to me and he said, bro, I listen to all your podcasts and you're just doing awesome things. And that meant a ton to me. And I I don't know how to express you know the emotions I feel sometimes in the moment, but um, I just absolutely love that I'm just creating with people. Steve came over and he tells me his story and I get to share that with other people and people would like that. So it's not me, it's everyone. So so thank you specifically, Ollie, but thank you to everyone that's listening and thank you to just everyone who wants to come on and, and participate in this experience for this Timmy's podcast. So without further ado, I'll stop talking. Let's get to the actual content. Here is Steve Perez. Okay, all right. <laughs> Welcome, Steve. What's up, man? Welcome to my podcast, dude. I'm happy to be here, dude. Yeah, man. Well, um, Joe, chill. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, my dog likes to jump into all my podcasts. Yeah, dude. Joe. <laughs> He's a good boy. Yeah, man. He's cute. Dude, so uh, we were talking a little bit before this, but yeah. we met, again, kind of through at the gym, but through Twitter. Yeah, through and, Twitter. In a lot of my interactions with people who have been on this podcast, I've given you a shout out a couple times. Right, right, right. It's because you've referred to them to me through Twitter. <laughs> That's pretty dope. Yeah, actually, to think about. That's cool. Especially Twitter. the Mighty Soul one. Like when you saw when you put that tweet, I was like, Mighty Soul. That's the first person that came to mind. Yeah. Shout out to Mighty Soul, by the way. Shout out she, to Mighty Soul. She's so cool. Yeah, dude, she's dope. She had a really good uh, story, but I think your story is gonna be dope. Oh, right, so. right, let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, how'd you get to Goshen? Or uh, just tell me about, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself to the, the listening audience. Well, I'm Steve Perez, uh, 22 years old. Uh, I've been Goshen all my life. Uh, my parents came from Mexico here. A lot of, uh, their friends, their family members, like my uncles and aunts were here before they were. Yeah. So this was just the spot, you know, like that way it wouldn't be an unfamiliar place compared to everybody else. Yeah. If they were to go to LA or New York or whatever, you know, most people like to go over there because of the... It's closer and more scenery, fun. I guess yeah. you could say, and then you know the the vision of the American dream, the luxuriousness, the lug. I can't. I don't know if that's how, yeah, yeah, luxuriousness. Yeah. There, that's the word I'm looking for. But uh, yeah, they came to Goshen because that's where the people they knew that had already came over here were. So yeah. why not? Uh, I always ask them why Goshen, but they're like, because the family the, was already. Because that's the answer. Like, there's nothing. Not they weren't chasing the again like the city views or yeah. anything like that. They were just seeking a place where people that they knew already knew so it yeah. would be more comfortable for them to just get here and settle in and hang out yeah, yeah. and it's easy because your infrastructure is already here you have some community here so were you born in goshen yeah okay that's cool when did your parents come here 
Was that like years before you? Yeah. Was, uh, so they kind of like already been established. They were here before I was born. Yeah. Uh, and then when I was born, we went back and then came back again. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So Mexico, I don't remember anything really. Really? I was like two, maybe three years old. Yeah. So I don't remember anything whatsoever about that. So, I mean, yeah, like my origins from there, but I know nothing. Yeah. From what it looks like, what it was like, what the air is like, nothing. Like, I don't know a thing. <laughs> I don't remember a thing. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever go back and visit? I have not. Wow. So I'm saying like, I don't know anything. Do you have family that live there? Yeah. Now, so you talk to them sometimes? Yeah, we call them on the phone. We'll yeah. Skype them, FaceTime them. Do they uh, make fun of you because of your accent? Uh, no. actually, okay. no, because so, I, don't, I don't think I have one. Okay, so you don't. Yeah. I was wondering, because I, I assume living in Mexico, right. you would have a certain type of way that you talk and do mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. and then you're also living in this community here in Goshen, right. but you're already being influenced by other things that aren't being influenced right. in Mexico. Right, and I mean, Spanish was still my first language, obviously, because yeah. that's all my parents spoke, so yeah. I learned English just literally watching TV. Wow. Just watching TV before I even got into school. Before I even got into preschool, all I did was like watch TV. <laughs> so that's how I, that's how English was like heard wow. for me. Like nobody like PBS and like, stuff or people, cartoons. Uh, I think more than anything it was like Blue's Clues, Pink, yeah. Pink Panther, yeah, uh, Dora. Yeah. Oh, Dora. Dora. That yeah. was like an entry point. Yeah, kind of cartoons. basically. Yeah, yeah. she still spoke Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Vominos. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So. And then, uh, like, Flintstones and, yeah. you know, those normal 90s shows, you know, yeah. that most kids know about right now. And yeah. if they don't, then that sucks, because those were the shows. Those were the good ones. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, English was um, not my first language. And when I got into school, I did have an accent. Okay. So, I had to take uh, yes, what so. they called. Or yeah, English the, as a second language. Yeah. Or? So, in, in middle, uh, not middle school. Elementary. Uh, elementary school, they had, like, uh, English class. So, I had two English classes. Yeah. The one with everybody, that all the other students, and then I had one separate where it was just the uh, non-first. Oh, I can't ever say that word. The non-English speakers, at least not the native speakers. Yeah. So, yeah. So they had two classes. Really. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I was talking to a guy um, who was Korean. He came over when he was a teenager. Okay. And didn't know English at all. Mm-hmm. And he went to elementary school and was put in an elementary class. He was smart. Yeah. But he had to do English as a as his first second language or whatever and it's like he, he told me it was the most demoralizing thing imagine being 15 and going to these classes so with classes like, like little kids yeah yeah, yeah dang, I was like dude, oh that's, that's, that's demoral and like he's in a new place a new place new culture and now he's hanging out with these like five year olds five year olds yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> dang oh, dude I feel really bad for you like that's something I don't think I could ever it'd be difficult for me to do oh no yeah for sure yeah but you got acclimated into it and no yeah pretty and much and so your, your family's here your community's here mm-hmm. yeah so you went through to Goshen High School yep yep graduated yep um, and now you're in college yep uh, and are you have you graduated or are you no, about to senior year senior right now. year okay and senior what are you studying uh, sports and exercise science okay alright yeah. okay and which is something that you're somewhat passionate about yeah I would say. sure from sure, all of your sure. posts on social media. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, like, going into college, that wasn't, like, my first choice. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many Hispanic friends you have, but college is pushed. Man, I came from Goshen, so. Uh, I'm just saying, that, you know, <laughs> yeah, some people yeah. just don't, even though if they live in Goshen. But um, true. I don't know if you've heard their stories, but uh, going to college is pushed from, because 
obviously my parents they can't they could have not gone to college they didn't have the money they didn't have the resources back in mexico and especially when they came here they had even less resources than what they could have over there yeah. so they didn't they only went to school uh what would be equivalent here to high school and they didn't even finish technically so uh when they got here that's why they that's what they wanted from me they're like we need you to go to college so it was pushed on me uh it wasn't something that i hated like yeah. a lot of kids i don't know if uh like adrian you know he didn't go to college because right. he, he doesn't i guess he doesn't believe in it whatever right? you know what yeah. i mean right yeah. so and there's a lot of other people here and nothing wrong with that for sure like i mean hey if you can do it without college that is not a problem that's awesome right don't waste the money if you don't have it um right so yeah it was pushed on me i did really good in school in middle school i had I would say perfect grades. Like, if a B would slip in, that'd be rare. Right. Uh, high school came and got a little harder, but not too much. Again, grades were up there. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, and that's what got me into college was my GPA. I mean, yes, I went to a local public school, public college. or So it's a little bit cheaper. You're so still it's in cheaper. state and there's a little bit less. But yeah, it's cheaper and obviously it's not too hard to get into ISB right. anyways. So I have, but you still had good grades. Yeah, I still had good grades. a lot, yeah. I'm sure. Which helped a lot. Um, I have yet to pay a dime for school because of scholarships. The only thing I've paid for is two summer courses. So out of these four years, I've only uh, paid a total of a little under two grand. Oh, wow. So nothing, you know. Well, as on the contrary, my friends and myself have left college with hundreds, not tens, if not tens, hundreds of thousands. Thousands of dollars, yeah. Yeah. So how many of the tens? was not as bad as some people I know. Mm-hmm. You know, 80, yeah. 90, 100, Jesus. 120. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why I chose to go to South Bend because, I mean, I knew whatever school I would go to, most of my classes were going to get paid for, but yeah. I didn't want to run the risk of, you know, something could happen to come up, and then I do have to end up paying something out of my pocket. So I chose South Bend for that reason. Yes. One, it was I stayed closer to home. Do you um, commute? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I stay closer to home. I wouldn't have to pay a, a dime, and by pay a dime is take money out of my parents' accounts and have them right. pay for it, or take out loans for yourself, or just take out loans future. for myself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that's why I chose South Bend because I, uh, a lot of my friends are like, go to Bloomington. You have the chance. You can do it. You have the grades. Like they can't deny you. I'm like, well, yeah, they probably can't deny me. I'm like, but could it be that I have to pay at some point or right. some quantity? Is that I'm like, a smart long-term move for me or is that not a smart long-term exactly. move? This is what I'm hearing you say, basically. Basically, yeah. yeah. Which you so. could, you probably could have made it in IU, but um, you wouldn't have been able to live from home. Right. So you would have to pay for housing and stuff. Probably, yeah. Um, for sure. At least housing I would have had to pay for. Maybe not my classes because of the scholarship, but for yeah. sure housing. Yeah. And uh, that's <laughs> something I didn't want to put on my parents that and un- I, I found it to be an unnecessary amount of money that didn't need to be spent on that when it could be spent on something else right yeah right 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 on much more important things right I have a question before we get a little bit deep okay where do you have siblings yeah I have a sister okay and where are you in the lineup are you the oldest yeah I'm the oldest okay I wonder yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I feel the same way like I'm not trying to burden my parents at right. all yeah, yeah, yeah not that I'm saying my little my little siblings are trying to burden their parents but right. I feel that it's like what you know they've what you're, what I'm hearing is your parents did a lot to get to you where to you're at. And yeah. So the pressure was you have to do and go to college. But you also made a wise decision, and and me. so and now you're about to graduate. Yep. Um, and like I said, uh, college has never been a burden for me. You yeah. Know? Um, like I said, the first year, I got I enrolled to I, IU South Bend to be a dental hygienist. Okay. Uh, the first year I got screwed over. 
Um, in English, my grade went down the drain uh, because in high school they taught us uh, we had a college prep class where supposedly it was supposed to prepare you for English and so I took what I knew from high school and wrote my papers my first paper that way in college and I got a D Ooh. so I asked my professor I'm like alright well this is how I was taught in high school like, I literally took a class called cool. English college prep so I could be ready for this so why do I have a D I'm like I'm not trying to be cocky or anything right. I'm like, you know I'm, like, I'm not saying that I know how to write I'm like but I don't think I deserve a D he's like and he basically told me my paper was shit. Wow. <laughs> He's like, no, this isn't how you write. He's like, you have to completely change what you're doing, blah. So he gave me a whole ass lecture, just like me and him. And I was like, okay. I'm like, well, I don't know how I'm going to attack this course now that everything that I supposedly knew is now, is now wrong. Yeah. So to That's be a dental hygienist, you have to have basically like A's and B's in all your courses. So I ended with a C in that class. So I was like, well, there goes that. That's tough. Freshman year, there goes that. So... Well, how'd your parents feel about that? Uh, they didn't know that I got C. I have yet to tell them. <laughs> uh, they don't know, but I just told them. Well, I decided to change my major, yeah. which I mean, which happened. Which happened. Yeah. <laughs> Not because of me actually wanting to, but because of that. So they didn't know I got a C. Yeah. I don't think. I don't know if they do know now or not. I'm pretty sure I told them, but at that moment they didn't know. Right. They didn't know why I changed it. I just told them that I wanted to. So I changed it to sports and exercise science. Um, so that is not like a, a competitive program. You can get it and still get C's in courses and stuff. Right. And still keep going. Graduate with a degree. Graduate with a degree. Yep. As long as you have a 2.5 GPA or something like that. So, that's really easy. No, that's really easy. So It I, could be difficult for some people. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, and, average. And then I guess that just goes in with what I was about to say next. Like, school has never been hard for me. Like, I don't wouldn't say that i love school yeah but it's not a burden or an annoyance like it is to some people who just they just can't do school yeah whether they don't like it or whether they just don't have the patience for it yeah or, or the discipline or the discipline down, do it, yeah, yeah sit down do it so uh the fact that college was pushed on me wasn't again wasn't really like something that affected me negatively like other people they're like well i don't know why my parents are pushing it on me and right. whatever well but i had the I just had the tools and the resources, so why waste it? That was basically right. the way I saw it. Right, and you had the opportunity, so yeah. reach for it. That's interesting. Uh, that's that's very interesting. I think our whole culture, college has been pushed on. Oh, At yeah. least our generation, yeah, for sure, has been pushed on it, and um, it's good and bad. Yeah, because there's people who shouldn't be in college and they get pushed into it, and it doesn't work out. For me, it's worked out really well. For you, it's going to work out. And it sounds like you're coming out of it basically unscathed. Yeah. Like no debt with a degree. Degree. Which, and so, <clears throat> is, so, is what do you want to do with this degree? Well, um, my plan is to do cardiac therapy. Um, but just this summer, I got told, nobody told me this, so it kind of kind of skewed my path into what I'm trying to do now. Um, I have to take a uh, an exam, which, I mean, I knew that was coming. I've taken exercise physiologist exam, which, again, I, I knew that was coming. But then this year, the, how do I say it? I don't want to say it's a company, but the people who provide that exam yeah. decided that on top of the exam, you have to do 600, no, 1,200 hours of, like, clinical practice. Uh, and that's, like, new this year. It wasn't that way. So knowing that as a senior, 
is kind of hard. Yeah. Because that's going to be kind of impossible. Is to that going to be a prerequisite to take the exam? Yeah, I have like, to so do. Have to I do have to do those before I can even take the exam. So nobody told me that. Yeah. I just found that out. So that like, kind of like, pissed me off. Really? Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, well, nobody told me that. So now I have to do this on top of the hardest classes that I have right now on top of working. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, well, I don't know how I'm going to do that. I'm like, so. Yeah, 1,200 hours is a lot. It's a lot, yeah. Uh, So now my plan is to sit down for uh, the strength and conditioning coach uh, certification. Okay. Because I can do that once I graduate. Like, there's nothing else I have to do other than just take the exam and pass. So I'll probably be a strength coach for a year or two. Yeah. And then doing those hours on the side. Until I can get them or accumulate to, them to yeah. take the other exam. Yeah. Because, yeah. Like, because yeah, even if you did 40 hours a week, that's like three months. Exactly. And on top of school. On top, on top of, school, of actually working. Yeah. That's not going to happen. At yeah. least maybe some people can do it, but I know I can't. Yeah. I know I can't. Yeah, there's no way. Not in the, the time from now to graduation. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So they just changed the regulations. Yep. Wow. So what did you want to do with that? Or what was your like five year plan? After graduation, what do you like? What do you like? Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, working at the hospital, probably doing, like I said, the cardiac therapy, or being a cardiac tech, just uh, you know, setting up the machines for uh, surgeries and uh, yeah. for just checkups and stuff for other people at the hospital. Yeah. So once that's that's kind of the, the path that you that's want to go the there. Path. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't know that was a, a viable path for that mm-hmm. from from that degree. Mm-hmm. That makes sense though because right. you need to know about. You know, health and, yeah. and body and, and the way things work and stuff for that to actually right. happen. Yeah, that's interesting. So tell me a little bit about uh, you working out and, and you crushing it like that. Like, so I knew you were starting a block. So we met at the gym, listeners. We met at the gym. I see him there, relentlessly grinding out, <laughs> swelling those muscles. Uh, <laughs> dude, just just so you know, the 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 tricep extension where you lay on the bench. Yeah. I'm switching my because I used to do pull downs, but I yeah. realized um, that I wanted to do that, so it's just more of my actual triceps that I'm rocking. Right. So follow Black. Is it Black Mamba? At Don Black Mamba. At Don Black Mamba. The twelve. Yeah. Uh, twelve on Instagram for some <laughs> real good fitness tips. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate that. But uh, yeah, uh, I started that blog or the Instagram. Uh, channel like three years ago maybe okay. four years ago um don black mamba 12 don, yeah don black mamba 12 well, what that was wasn't the original okay but i switched that not like about a year ago uh, i don't remember what the original name i had <laughs> first but i started that like three four years ago and it was really just to keep my progress it wasn't yeah. really to like promote yourself. or you know help other people at first it was really just for me to keep track of uh, if i was improving or not if i was doing what i wanted to be doing so it was yeah like a journal kind of like a but yeah, like in video sure like, yeah yeah in video in picture just to keep track of um if i'm getting to the point where i want to be um when i first started it it was just about losing weight yeah i didn't care about muscle i didn't care about uh how to do it, how to do it right, how to do it wrong. I, all I cared about was dropping the weight because I was 180 pounds, no muscle definition, no nothing. I was, I was pretty overweight uh, for, for being 5'8". So other people might disagree with me, but um, 
I was overweight. I think I was overweight. I wasn't eating the best. Um, every weekend, I would at least go to, like, I'd go to McDonald's. I'd go to Burger King, just like anybody other people do. Yeah. But it was always constant. It was never um, limited right. like it is now. Right. Um, you're, again, I hear discipline. You're disciplined. Yeah. You're like. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I started that. And later, it just turned into, once I got to being the weight that I thought I wanted to be, I think I dropped all the way down to 145. So I dropped 35 pounds. Oh, wow. In the course of, uh, no, maybe year. Oh, wow. Probably a year, year and a half. Just doing, like, cardio and Just stuff? doing cardio. I mean, I would work out. Uh, my workouts were just like they are now. But, yeah, cardio was, like, heavy. And then completely changing what I ate. Because I used to drink soda a lot. Yeah. Uh, used to eat a lot of junk food, snack on a lot of junk food. So changing that was definitely what changed my body because i dropped the soda i dropped the snacks i dropped the fast food um to the point where it was just like maybe once a month oh wow yeah okay so it it's almost like a reward kind of yeah instead of just a, a, a natural a natural hab- habitual habit. yeah exactly. yeah it was more of a reward than it was um yeah like you said a habitual thing um and to me for some reason it came easy because people say that's the hardest part the eating yeah, and it it is hard. Uh, believe me, sometimes you just want to grab a whole packet of Oreos and smash them down. Right, that is without a doubt. Um, <laughs> I haven't done it yet, but it sounds like it'd be good. If uh, you do it, you should Instagram. It. Instagram it. <laughs> <laughs> a progress pic. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, it came easy for me. I don't I don't know why people. To me, it was like this isn't hard. I'm like you just got to do it. Yeah. So it never came to be a hard thing. Um. The hard part was uh, being judged by my parents. They're like, so why are you eating like that? Like, really? Oh, you like, like, why are you eating like that? Like, that's not going to help you. I'm like, well, yeah, it is. I'm like, and they're like, just, and then it wasn't even like maybe direct like that, but they would push like the food that they were eating to me every day. Like, oh, hey, here, you want some? You want to eat some of this? I'm like, no. And they're like, why not? And I'm like, because I don't want it. I'm like, it's not what I, it's not going to help me. And they're like, but you have to eat it. I'm like, no, I don't. So it started off that way at the beginning. Um, yeah. But then they kind of just like got off my shoulders. Yeah. And they actually um, helped me out. They actually helped me buy extra groceries so that I could get uh, the food that I wanted to eat. Uh, but fast forwarding into that, like a year, like two years in, it became, uh, all right, well, I, if I can do it, why can't anybody else? Right. You know? So I started trying to be a motivator and influencer and uh posting like still keeping it the same like here's my workout here's what i'm eating here's what i'm doing yeah yada 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 and at the same time educating myself reading texts reading literature reading um watching people on youtube that already do this stuff taking yeah. what i thought was the best points that they would speak about or write down yeah and applying them to what i do yeah um so yeah i took bits and pieces of everything compiled it into what I guess is me now and uh and now i'm here four years four years five years down the road of instagram and uh yeah youtube as well are you posting stuff on YouTube? i haven't really posted on youtube no, it's, it's more instagram instagram it's, it's instagram yeah i'm yeah. doing more heavy on instagram have you seen interaction are people like interacting with you or messaging you when they see different stuff 
or is it just like you're posting it and just doing it consistently? Uh, I'm just posting it and doing it consistently. Every now and then, yeah, I get a... Yeah. Uh, so see like Tyler repost your yeah. stuff sometimes. Yeah, so like, like Tyler, I get stuff like that. Uh, I get some people like, hey, that was really cool, or I didn't know that, so thanks for letting me know, yeah. or like yada, 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 you know? Yeah, I, I sent I, your tricep workout to my workout partner. Okay. I was like, hey, we need to incorporate this thanks. into our stuff. So oh, yeah, it's, man. it's nice. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to visually see it too, that's very helpful. Interesting. Go, mm, sorry. No, you're good, man. But um, and I had, I don't know if you know, have you ever spoke to Isaac Huerta? Yeah. Yeah, so oh, yeah. he, at, when we were in Cali, he asked me, because I met up with him in Cali. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had a work, we got a workout in. And he asked me, so what are you trying to do with Instagram? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, are you trying to like actually go big? Like, you know, put out uh, content uh, and make it like really, really like nice. And, you know, put like, you know, just make it like super quality, super cool, super yeah. quality. I'm like, yeah. like, I don't, uh, I think it'd be cool to do that. But that obviously is going to take a lot of time out of the day. And uh, at this point, I'm just, if you like my stuff, awesome. I'm glad you like it. Thank you for uh, following me. Thank you for uh, reposting. Thank you for sending me your messages. Like, I appreciate it. And if you don't like it, don't follow me. It's cool. Yeah. You don't, you know, it's whatever. So I'm not really out there to try to get huge on social media. Yeah. Like I said, I post it. You like it. It helps you awesome i'm really 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 grateful for that yeah if it doesn't no just deal. keep scrolling yeah. it's all right it's i all think right. that's a lot of people need to hear that just for anything don't agree with it just keep scrolling you don't like the tweet don't reply yes yeah, don't reply just keep scrolling <laughs> just keep scrolling but you know people are <laughs> sensitive now you say one thing and they think you're attacking their soul but yeah i don't know yeah yeah no, that's a, that's a real thing. It's good to be sensitive, but also it's like, it's almost too much. Yeah. It's too much. Sure. I heard this, this is what I heard someone was talking about religion. They said, okay, in religion, uh, when someone says to you, hey, I don't participate in that because that's my religion, mm-hmm. that is a-okay and I understand Right, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like, hey, when you can't participate in that because it's my religion, that's when the religion steps over the bounds. Yeah. Like, if I went up to you and said, hey, you cannot participate in that because it's against my religion. It's not your religion. It's not my religion. So, yeah, 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 I get you. I I get that. Like, people will say stuff. People will do stuff. um, And it may offend you, you know. Right. But they can say and do whatever they want in a way, you know. Right. To some extent. There's a lot of stuff you can't. There's a lot of stuff you can't. There's a lot of stuff you can't. But, um, yeah, yeah, people are sensitive. That's okay. Like, it's good to be sensitive. All right, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I won't tell you that that I don't see something and it offends me either. But, like... No. Just being on a constant negative attacking mode, like, yeah, it's not good for the person tweeting. It's definitely not good for you because you just get, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I know how to say it in Spanish, so I'm not gonna say, say it. it in Spanish. <laughs> say it in Spanish. Amargado. You get very, not sour. It's not the word I'm like. Yeah, bitter. Bitter. Yeah. That's the word I'm like. You get really bitter, and there's nothing good about being bitter. Yeah. In any point or aspect of life. Yeah, there's not. And what you think about is what you become. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. if you're always thinking negative things, you become a negative person. You no know, one wants a negative person. And no. then if you're around and you're doing that all the time, it's not good either. Yeah. So that's interesting. So what you start, what going back to you um, when you first started on your weight loss, on your journey for health and fitness, I would say, what what'd you start like eating? What was the things that you, you said you took out, of the, out junk food, out pop, 
um, and out snacks, yeah. out, out fast food. What mm-hmm. did you replace that with? Like, what, uh, were, what were your meals that you were eating? Uh, my meals were pretty similar to what they are now. Your chicken, rice, uh, broccoli, uh, basically just a lean meat, yep. some form of carbohydrate, and a vegetable, okay. and fruit whatsoever. And every meal, every consistently. time. Consistently. Um, so, right, even at the beginning, when I switched over like like i said it was like that it wasn't like slowly like most people take it yeah. mine was automatic yeah just because like i had that desire to just like i can't be this way anymore i yeah. need to change now yeah so that switch just that drive was what took me to just automatically go 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 and not like slowly change what i was eating it was you want this switch it wow yeah and i know a lot of people can't do that there's they can't. It's just difficult. Exactly. Yeah, I think anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. It's I know just not anyone fun. can do it, but like it's you not. You eat broccoli and, and chicken for the seventh time this week. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. it's tough. Oh uh, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to just eat chicken, uh, broccoli, uh, and rice. You can yeah. switch it up. Eat some turkey. Eat some uh, lean pork. Eat some ground beef. Lean ground beef. Eat some tofu. Eat some yeah. fish, tilapia, cod. Yeah. Salmon. You know, it doesn't have to be same meat, the same meat, yeah. the same cooked the same way, same seasoning yeah. every time. Do you put hot sauce on your stuff? Uh, That's what I did when I was eating real clean. Right. Just hot sauce. Uh, yeah, I don't my, know if that uh, makes it I clean put, or not. I put, I put whatever my whatever sauce my mom makes for her food. I'll okay. probably put it on my food. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it just again, it's not like an excess amount of calories or excess amount of whatever. So right. I just a little bit of it's it. not going to be terrible. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, but and I think the fire, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, definitely right now that we're talking about food, definitely a message I want to put out to whoever's listening is don't be consumed by the idea of complete natural food. And what I mean by that is I was so consumed by the idea if, of chicken, rice, broccoli, like it has to be this way, it has to be that way. And if, uh, if I eat a cookie, like, I just completely fucked up everything. Like, I fucked up the week just because I ate that one cookie. I ate that one chip. Right. It'll destroy you because it destroyed me for a while. Really? I, like, if I ate, like I said, I ate one cookie after eating three good meals, I felt like the day was over. The week was ruined. Wow. Like, my mentality would drain. And I would punish myself by doing more cardio the next day instead of what I normally would do. Doing extra sit-ups, doing extra whatever. I would punish myself for, for, eat, eating, that for eating that cookie. Wow. So to this point, um, I have a healthy relationship with food now because it wasn't healthy. Like, again, I, I was healthy, but the relationship with food wasn't. Gotcha. Yeah. Because it, it had almost a control over you. Yeah, yeah. Like. Like, and then if you messed up, you just it would emotionally mess you up. It would me- emotionally mess me up and it messed me up for the week and obviously like I would just go to the gym and destroy myself more than I needed to. Because? Because of the fact that I ate that cookie, I ate that chip, I ate that piece of cake or whatever, yeah. you know? Um, so wow. that's definitely one thing I'd, I'd recommend to people is do not get so consumed by the idea of the food has to be perfect. Yeah. The only time it has to be like perfect, perfect is if you're if you're competing. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. that's when you have to be dialed in. But, you know, you can't afford to actually mess up. 
But if you're being consistent. But if you're being consistent, exactly. If you're being consistent, like if you eat all week, you eat perfect, and then the weekend you have a piece of cake, I guarantee you you're going to be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. You go the whole week, you eat clean, and you drink three beers with your friends, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not going to completely destroy what you did. Now, if you go overboard and eat junk food every single day of the weekend, then yeah, Yeah. most likely. Yeah. But. Yeah, the the relationship with food is also something that can become very unhealthy. Yeah. Very, very unhealthy, even though the food is healthy. Even though the food is healthy. Yeah, that's huge. And I know for me sometimes, this was early on when I started working out, is like if I missed a day or if I ate bad, it would completely ruin my day, mm-hmm. and then I wouldn't work out or I wouldn't do things. And then right. it'll be like the next day, I'm like, well, I didn't do anything that day, so why would I do anything today? today? Yeah. It just starts this bad cycle. It's mm-hmm. like... Yeah. Don't let that have that big of a control no. over you. No, like I said, unless you're a competitor and you're trying to prep right now, then yeah. then, then it matters. Like you miss a day, then it matters. You miss a meal, you eat something you shouldn't, it matters. But wow, most people, we're not competing. We're not uh, bodybuilders. We're not physique competitors. We're not bikini competitors or whatever have you. You know. Right. So, and it took me a while to learn that. It really did. Yeah. But it was just because of the sole purpose of me wanting to lose weight that. I had to do it to myself. Right. I felt the need that I had to punish myself. I couldn't eat that cookie. I couldn't eat that piece of cake or that ice cream or whatever. Where do you think that came from? Like, because I'm hearing that with your schooling too. Like, you're just on point with everything. You're very disciplined. The where discipline? Did, where did the discipline come from? Yeah, where did the from? discipline come from? Because not very many people have that level of discipline. Um, well, the whole thing about losing weight, I think the discipline was just driven through uh, negativity as a kid. I was bullied till I was fat ugly worthless useless you know throughout the time of uh early high school up until like freshman year uh so that's when it started where I was like all right well I I don't like those words you know I don't like feeling that way I I I believed it and to yeah to a certain extent I was overweight like that I couldn't deny but just the fact of hearing that negativity constantly whether it was friends people who at school even family members yeah it it destroyed me so yeah. I, that's why I said like for me the switch to just go was Release. automatic it wow. was automatic it didn't wow. have to be slow it didn't have to go day by day it was do you think that was helpful though I mean it was very negative very negative but yeah very helpful very very helpful yeah the fact because, that you overcame it is that's a huge thing too yeah I think with me negativity has never been a thing that you know gets me like sad in the way where I'm like Oh, I don't want to do nothing. I am worthless. I am this. I'm like, oh, I'm ugly. I'm worthless. I'm fat. Okay, let's do something about it. Yeah. That's how my mentality. And that's with not just with that. It's been with anything really. Um, with school, like, all right, I failed this. I failed this uh, exam. I failed this paper. All right, let's fix it. Yeah. No problem. Let's, let's go. find the next move. Let's find the next move. Let's figure out. Let's figure out what was wrong. It's let's smart go. though. You're that'll go far, for sure. Yeah. Because not the thing about life is it's not. And I realized this as I got older. When, when I went into high school, I thought, oh, this is the path my life is going to take. And then the more that you start down that path, you realize this is not the right way. And you, you try, you're finding your way through everything. You know, you're finding right. your way through everything. So, yeah. To, so to say that I was depressed about this stuff, yeah. I wouldn't say, well, maybe, but not in the way where, you know, I want to take my life. I want yeah. to cut myself. I want to not do it nothing. Just, you didn't like the, the way it made you I feel. Just didn't, yeah. You didn't like the way people talked about you. So you're like, I'm going to change this. I'm going to change it. Yeah. Interesting. What uh, what elementary school did you go to? Uh, I went to Parkside all most 
uh, yeah, from kindergarten to fifth grade, but halfway through fifth grade, I went to, I moved and went to Prairie View. Oh. Mm-hmm. Where do you live at? I live... Or where's uh, your parents, where do your parents live at? Uh, we live over here, by, uh, across the bridge. Okay. Over, over the bridge. Yeah. Um, over by Wasabi. Yeah, over by Wasabi. Yeah, right the, there. Uh, Salvation Army. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Over there. Right there. Yeah, That's yeah. cool. I know. Prairie View, do the kids from there go to Prairie View? Do yeah. what? Do the kids from that neighborhood go to Prairie View? No, no, no. Because no. we used to live... When I went to Prairie View, we used to live over there by Keystone. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's where my parents live, over mm-hmm. by the airport mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wondered, and I was like, that yeah. makes sense. No, yeah. Yeah. We went, yeah. And then when I went to Parkside most of my life, I lived on College Avenue. I lived on 16th Street. Yeah. Yeah, I lived on both those places. So that's why I went to Parkside. Right near, like, Dairy Queen yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know that area. That's cool, dude. Yeah, so you've been in Goshen your whole life, My whole basically. life, yep. Yeah. Do you think that you want to stay here for a while, or are you trying to go and do more things? Um, I've, like I said, I've been to the city. I've tried LA twice yeah. already. Yeah. Um, What'd you think of it? I love it as a place to just stay there for a little bit, but to live there, I don't think I can do it. Yeah. I'm. I don't think the city is for me. Yeah. Um. I don't. The traffic's crazy. There's <laughs> eight lanes anywhere you go. Yeah. Try to go anywhere. Anywhere that's. 15 minutes or longer from where we were staying you had to get on the highway so uh eight you know traffic like crazy you would move maybe an inch or two every no, two you. minutes yeah so like i love it there traffic here in goshen ticks me off i wouldn't <laughs> yeah not exactly imagine. exactly that's what i was telling <laughs> that's what i was telling my girlfriend I'm like if traffic in goshen pisses me off like imagine here i would be go rage mode every day every day every day yeah. so yeah uh i like i love it I definitely want to go other places, but to live in yeah. a big city like that, definitely not for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I enjoy going and visiting the cities, but I'm. It, it's nice to be away from everything. Like, Goshen's a big city. Like, a, it's a city, but it's not big. big yeah, city. right, yeah. It's like, it's still you, two seconds and you're out in the country. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you just get away from everything and stuff. So, interesting. Yeah. That's very cool, dude. Yeah. You got a girlfriend? Yeah. I see you guys together all the time. Has yep. she... She's, she works out with you as well. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you guys on the same eating plans and stuff, too? No. Yeah. No, okay. no. See, when I when I first... I don't, I don't think I've told her this, so maybe she listens to this show here for the first time. When I got her into the gym, because when we started dating, I would just go to the gym by myself, and yeah. you know she would stay home, and uh, she'd be like, okay, see you later, or see you tomorrow or whatever time that is i would go to the gym so i would go to the gym and i would see her after or uh see her the next day and it wasn't until in a couple months in i was like i kind of like pushed it to her I'm like come on come to the gym with me like and like she i remember her asking me she's like is it because you think i'm fat i'm like no yeah. like no it's not even that i'm like i just want you to do something that i like yeah and i'm like i'm like at least try it if you don't like it then that's fine you don't have to like it yeah so the first um couple times that we worked out like you know she like felt uneasy she it wasn't you know it wasn't it was it was an uncomfortable place for her and i understood that like it was it wasn't comfortable for me when i started either it was just it was just a it's a place where there's eyes on you but you don't know how those eyes are viewing you right are they comparing you are they making fun fun of you you? yeah yeah like the gym is a scary place that's for sure that is without a doubt that's a place that everyone is vulnerable to yeah everyone is vulnerable it doesn't matter who you are are, you're vulnerable you will be stereotyped. You will be looked at one way or another. Yeah. That you don't leave that place without something like that. Yeah. Have you been stereotyped at the gym? You think? 
I'm pretty sure I have, just not directly told. Yeah, yeah. like a rip kid. Jeez. No, I doubt. I doubt <laughs> that's the one. That's the stereotype I always throw. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, no, I don't I mean like I said probably, but I don't know exactly the comment. I don't know exactly the, yeah, um, yeah the view. Or what whatever. would you say for someone who wants like if if someone's not been to the gym, what is a good way to kind of get acclimated into it? Definitely, um, go with someone that's already comfortable. In it. Yeah, I think that's huge. I, yeah. uh, it's you I'm almost certain. I'm pretty sure there's statistics to it, somewhere, somewhere. If uh, you go with someone to the gym that's already been there, is experienced, or you know, has just been there a good amount of time, you have a better chance of staying in the gym than going on your own and trying it. Yeah, I mean, some people can go in on their own and try it, and they like it. They like What's it. up, buddy? And they like it. Uh, but I think. That's that's a that's a major factor and accountability kind of yeah, type of deal. That's huge. Not just for um, for yourself, but like um, there's another person who's going to be doing it with you, so you can even hold that person accountable. Right, as and well. and when they do the exercise, it's easy to see what they're doing. Exactly, and then you can you can you learn know, just by viewing. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, it's like oh, if you go with the same person. So I have a workout partner, mm-hmm. and we go, and he's like, he does fifty, and if I wanted to do forty five. I'm gonna do 50 because he did 50. He's 50. See exactly. You, know, you just get pushed. You, you yeah. get pushed even indirectly. Yep. You just get pushed. Yep. And I think that's how I went with uh, with my girlfriend. Like she saw that I enjoyed it. That I, you know, it was a place that I liked to spend my time. Yeah. So she grew to like it. She's not. She doesn't take it to the way that I do it. Like to the extreme. Yeah. She doesn't eat the way that I do, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Um. She does eat healthier than she used to. I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah. But again, like. Her, she had a healthy relationship with food. She's never been like weirded out about food like right. I used to be. So right. again, she doesn't take it as seriously as I do. She doesn't eat the way the same the same way that I do, but she's comfortable there now and she likes it. So yeah, well, that's cool. I see you yeah. guys both in there crushing it all yeah. the time. <laughs> Thanks, man. This is cool. Who'd you go with to the gym first? Or did you go by yourself? Uh, actually, I started. Well, I got recognized with the the weights or got familiar with them. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Uh, in high school, we had like a weightlifting class. Yeah. So that's where I first ever held the dumbbell, touched the barbell, knew what the heck exercises were. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until um, senior year of high school, uh, uh, I got cut from the soccer team. Mm. So uh, my Adrian actually, he's like he he talked to me like he's like, dude, what are you gonna do now? Adrian's your age, right? Yeah, or, or year, he, we, were, we graduated together. He's a year older than me, but yeah, yeah. he we graduated. He's like, so what he are you going to do? He was all-star soccer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, so what are you going to do now? He's like, you're not going to get to play with us because they cut you for whatever reason. So what are you going to do now? I'm like, I don't know. I really don't know. I was I was in a dark place at that point because, yeah. you know, that's all I knew was yeah. soccer. Freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, like that's all I knew. Yeah. So just being cut on senior, as a senior, yeah, it was, yeah, uh, it was uh, I don't even know what it was, man. I couldn't describe it to you. Yeah, because that was probably part of your identity. Yeah, it was sure. It was my identity. That's all I, I said. That's all I had. That's all I had. Being a good student and that. That's all I had. So Adrian's like, let's go to the gym. Let's just start going to the gym. Yeah. So he got me into the gym. Wow. Actually into Eastlake. And uh, again, from there, I, I took it seriously. Like, when that happened... That's another trigger, I guess like you could say. Yeah. The the negativity and then that fact that that happened to me, that was another trigger. Push you again. Another push. It. Yeah. Because you're going to show those soccer guys you're fit. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? And you're, you, it's what they're expecting is you get cut and then you come back. 
25 pounds heavier. Maybe. Or something. Who knows? Who knows? But right. I could see the I could see the thinking on that. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, it was a definitely another um, another trigger that I was like, all right, well, and this is the way. Actually, I remember the exact same words I told myself when that happened. I was like, when I you know settled in, I stopped crying because I did cry that day. That happens. Um, I told myself, I'm like, this is something that I'm gonna do because nobody can tell me no besides me. Yeah. I can't get cut from the gym. No. I can't get told I'm not good enough at the gym. Like yeah. the only person that can stop me is myself. And that's literally what drove me. What took me the first year and a half to lose the weight, to keep going to the gym and focusing and focus just, on just yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah, yeah. that's intense. What a quick, quick deep dive there. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. That's crazy. Though. Yeah. Yeah, that's and cool that you had people there that to help. I'm gonna let him out. Real yeah, quick. man, that's fine. He's just he's being a little. <laughs> Joe. Shout-outs. Shout-outs, Shout-out to Adrian, for sure, De yeah. La Vega. Adrian De La Vega. That's my brother, man, for sure. It's cool. We yeah. did. We just did a podcast. Oh, yeah? So okay. Be... I, I have to listen to it, for yeah. sure. He's, uh, he's, a, he's a thinker. Yeah, he is. Dude, he will pick thinker. your brain. Yeah. He will destroy he's your brain. He's asking me all types of questions. I was like, bro, I was supposed to be asking you questions. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for sure. But I like it. I like yeah. it. That's uh, that's, is he uh, so he's just been a buddy that has been around you we've been friends since yeah. that move to Prairie View yeah yeah that was it yeah what about Isaac Isaac's the same age as you as well Isaac's a year older than year I am older so than he graduated before I did okay but shout out to him too yeah, that guy's doing Isaac. big things yeah over there in Cali yeah I'm excited to see I like yeah. I like to see people from Goshen or who I've interacted with just doing right. really big stuff yeah, yeah for sure place. it makes me happy yeah that's crazy. So, what was it like? So, I um, I should ask Adrian this, but I I didn't participate in the Goshen school system. Okay, it's not something I was part of. It's not something I was, um, you know, and it's just it's something that I've never really encountered. And so, I want to know what your maybe thoughts are on on the Goshen. Like, what was your experience in Goshen? So, where did you go before I was school? You were homeschooled. Yeah. Okay. Dang, I didn't know that. Yeah, so interesting. Interesting fact. Yeah. Okay. Interesting fact. So it's a completely different experience. So, I mean, yeah, it's p- part of Goshen, but uh, Goshen Schools is a huge part of this community. It's a huge thread that runs. Right. And everyone's connected in Goshen to Goshen. Somehow, schools. yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think Goshen's a great place to uh, to go to school. Yep. You, you know, you get you get your teachers that they suck. Yeah. Especially in high school, I would I think all the teachers in elementary and middle school were okay. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's definitely a, uh, how would I say it? A spark to get all kids involved somehow, some way, uh, whether that's a club sport, a club in general, music, art, um, they, I feel like Goshen wants to find something for everyone. Yeah. And that's, but then again, that's just if the student looks for it and accepts it or, um, you know gets curious and takes the chance to oh let's try art oh let's try music let's try this sport let's try whatever so the opportunity is there the yeah. the push is there but it's just at the end of the day it's just up to the person if they want to make that they want to take it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But so they give those the, the opportunity like you said is always there the opportunity is always there yeah whether if you don't get into something there's always something else that you can get into yeah like, well that's really cool oh i know i mean we, 
the fact that you guys moved here from Mexico to the ocean, there's already a huge community of yeah. Hispanics, primarily mm-hmm. Mexicans, yeah, yeah. here, which is really cool. So I feel like when I was talking to Marisol, I mean, she went to, to Fairfield, Fairfield, yeah, yeah. where there was no community. No community, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, her experience was so different. So I, I really just... I I have a lot of friends, and people I go... There's, there's this one person I go to church with, and they're, I'm sure you might know um, their kids. Uh, Brock Yoder. You know Brock? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he might be a year younger than you, or two years younger than uh, you. Yeah. Um, and so he... But it's just, like, I've talked to him a bunch, and because he went to Goshen, and because they just grew up... And, and I've felt this way, too, because I grew up in kind of near where you live now okay over on the north side of goshen just the hispanic community has always been part of my life and vice versa like there's a the, the white and the hispanic community are almost kind of niche here in goshen yeah for a while so i i love the fact now that we're seeing the generation of the immigrants kids like fully embracing right goshen and, and actually producing more and more out here there's a lot of creativity happening mm-hmm. and yeah, i love it for dude. sure i for absolutely sure. love it because Isaac's doing big things. Adrian's doing big things. Where do you think their parents came? They just wanted to come and get that, you know, white picket fence American dream. And now the kids are like, hey, but there's so much more we can do here, right, too. Exactly. And they have the freedom and they have the ability to. And I love that. I absolutely yeah, love and that. that was the same idea with my parents. It was like, let's get here. We won't, we won't get to live what we want to, but I can. But do you think they are still living? Do you think, do you think they are or aren't? You know, what? The, what's the dream? The dream that they had was the dream that they had. Yeah. Well, I know my mom. She wanted to be a, uh, what do you call the women that are on the airplanes? Oh, flight attendant. Flight attendant. Yeah, flight stewardess. She wanted to be a flight attendant. Uh, my dad was, uh, trying to be an accountant. Oh, okay. So um, but they don't do either of those. Things. They don't do either of those things because they came here. Again, like they didn't have the money or the resources to do it because they were really poor, both yeah. of them. Uh, so they had they wanted to come here at first. Their first uh, intention was, you know, let's make money here and hopefully we can do something with that. Yeah. But then when I was born, it was like, we have kids now. We have kids now. It's it's them. It's them. They're gonna yeah. do it, not us. They. Yeah. yeah. What do they? What do your parents do now? My dad works at a. Factory in New Paris. Okay. My mom just stays home. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is... She could be a flight attendant. Yeah, but then you have to go to school. Yeah, for like a year. Come on, that's easy stuff. Yeah. That's easy stuff. Maybe, I don't know. I I just... Yeah. That's very interesting. I think they probably would have went to LA. Who knows? Obviously, who knows? But um, LA is such a different culture. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I feel like it's insane. It's more attainable. You can actually get a factory job here and have a decent life right, compared yeah. to maybe in LA where your factories are $13 an hour. Yeah, yeah, You know, you can't make a living and, and raise a kid on that. Nope, you can't. So. Yeah, a lot of the people that, uh, we took Lyft everywhere when we were over there, yeah. me and my girlfriend, and we asked them, like, is this all you do? They're like, oh, heck no. Like, yeah. this is a side hustle because if I didn't do this and I didn't have my other job, I wouldn't make it. That's crazy. Yeah. Imagine your free time. You just have to go work. You have to go work. Yeah. On your free time, you have to go work and drive other people to take them to places that you wish you could maybe go to. I don't right. know. You know what I mean? Right. I had one of them. He told us that oh. he drove the women's soccer team, like three of them, to a party. <laughs> you know? And so, you know, he's just like. I wish you could be a party. It was cool. You know? Yeah. Like, it was cool to have them in my car and talk to them, but 
I didn't do that. I was just driving. Yeah. yeah. Like, dang. That's so weird. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. All right. So, um, I, I have a question about Walmart. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you worked there. Yeah. It's... Yeah. <laughs> How long have you worked there? Uh, I'm going on to my fifth year in April. Fifth year? In April. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I've seen a dr- kind of a dramatic change with Walmart. Yeah, huge. Which one? <laughs> Which change are you talking about? Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, I've seen, at one point in my life, when I go through Walmart, I've seen more people than workers. And <laughs> yeah. it's now started to flip-flop. Where I've, not, not that I see... I think there's been less people going into the stores, and I see more workers out doing stuff. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. And I, my personal opinion and my theory is it's because of the pickup. As the pickup where people come in and get pickup, as, that, as that's increased, you're going to need more people to go get that stuff yeah. and then bring it to them. And so, obviously, that takes more people out and brings more workers into the Exactly, the yeah. But I don't know if that's true or not. That's just a question of mine. Um, I don't even know if it was really the whole pickup that started that really um the shift or the change that i saw as i was working there um when i worked there there was more uh more adults working than there was high school high school students and you know and the majority of them were white yeah you know and they were in the age range of 25 plus maybe maybe even older 30 30 35 plus yeah and like eighty percent of the of the workforce, eighty eighty percent of the workforce was that age, Older. and then that ethnicity. Yeah. And now, it's uh, eighteen to twenty five. Well, no, not even eighteen. Like sixteen to twenty five, and the majority of the workers are Hispanic. Yeah, I would say that's a very true. Mm. I didn't realize that. Really, the yeah. only the only like uh, adults that are left are like. They're head managers. They're not even actual associates. You know, they're department managers or they're head managers or whatever. Most of the adults that are left is that's the role they have. Where do the adults go? What do you mean? So, like, what? Why were there so many adults five years ago and oh, now no longer adults? I have other jobs. To be honest, or... I mean, other jobs. They uh, retired because like I said a lot of them were older. So I don't know if they just retired or uh, just didn't want to work at Walmart anymore. Sadly, I know that through the years, a couple people would die every year oh that I was there. So oh I'm not even joking, man. I'm, I'm being serious. There was at least uh, two, three funerals every year that they would post like, "Hey, if you want to come and uh, show your uh, support or support or whatever, or, your remembrance, yeah. you know, the, the funerals this day, the observances this day." So yeah, the people there that were working when I started were the older population. They were they were older. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like I said, they either left, they retired, or sadly they died. God. That's so sad. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, that's one way to get rid of your workforce. I yeah, guess. I guess, but not yeah. the way you wanted to. So it's it shifted to a little bit more younger and more Hispanic, for sure. I yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, and to tell you like why that reason is, I really don't know. I really yeah. don't know. I well, population give... wise, you know, that reflects a pretty decent yeah Goshen population. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think also, like I said, like I've seen a lot more workers than I think right. I've ever seen before. Right. And then, yeah, I think uh, the pickup thing definitely influenced that because now you don't have an, more people coming in. You're having people order their groceries and you have to have those people pick those groceries up, yeah. walk through the store, get them, put them in a cart, and then take them outside and put them in the people's cart or actually drive them to their house. So. Wow. Yeah. So that's happening too, the delivery. Yeah, the delivery is happening as well. Wow. 
Wow. What do you think about all that stuff? What's your opinion on it? Because, I mean, that's where everything's shifting towards. Oh, yeah. Every, every, oh, okay. To me, it's awesome that it's working, that it works. People are willing to pay whatever more that they have to to get that service. But to me, that's laziness. Yeah. It's laziness. Convenience. Inconvenience. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, the it's in, it's in statistics. People are moving less. People are shifting everything that they do to their computer to their phone uh they want to do the least amount possible and they want everything they want the result as fast as possible yeah and to me that's sad yeah i get it sometimes we need stuff like that we need it fast we need it here we need it now but the fact that even the smallest thing of walking into your grocery store your local grocery store just to pick up some bananas and some soap is you need that like now that that's sad to me to me that's yeah. very sad yeah yeah and you're cutting out that whole part of walking yeah you know, I mean? you know the walking part yeah exactly yeah. you're some people don't even move and then that's their only time that they move is yeah. going to their store walking around and going back to their car and going home that's the only time they would move and now they don't now they don't even do that yeah they just go either pick it up or it gets delivered to them it gets delivered to them wow yeah I get a little worried about that Things are. It is really convenient. I haven't used it. I haven't mm. used that. The no, I haven't either. Pickup option. Yeah. But I thought about it. I don't go to Walmart very often. I go to Aldi's. I'm like, I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, that's. I love it. I would that's go there spot. too. I would go there. Yeah. But you, do you get like? I mean, you're there. It's like, why? It would be so hard not to buy groceries. Well, right. I, but actually, I don't. It. Really? I don't. I don't. I buy my groceries at Kroger because uh, what I do is I used to buy them at Walmart. Uh, that. Uh, couple for the most of the time that i used to be there but just this year i switched over to kroger uh just for the fact that we moved over here yeah so on my way home from work i passed kroger so i just stop i just stop by and pick it up yeah. and i'm already on that side because i go to aries just like you do right so it's right there as well right. so if i had to pick something up it's right there so i'll just get it yeah i got all these or kroger because right. you can't get everything at all these that you need yeah exactly so yeah so yeah i switched over to kroger uh yeah like i said probably like this year maybe a little year and a half ago yeah um, just because like i said it's there i'm there in that area more than i used to be on that side yeah because i used to, when i lived on that side yeah it was walmart why well, would go all the way to kroger when right. walmart's right there it makes sense yeah hmm well okay so kroger just came out this week and they said they're gonna start doing um the meatless meat like the impossible stuff. Yeah, they yeah, come yeah. out with their own line and start selling. Oh, it. really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What do you think about all that stuff? So, like KFC has just said, we're gonna go. KFC. Oh, yeah. They're doing their meatless, and there's uh, Del Taco does. You know, their Subway impossible. too, actually. Subway. Subway. What impossible Whopper? Impossible. Dunkin' Donuts is doing it too. There's a lot. Of, yeah, what are they, they doing? They have the the impossible. Um, Sausage breakfast sandwich. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, was, like I thought that. you were gonna say an impossible donut. Like, Holy <laughs> yeah. crap! No way. No way. It has no meat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All of them are impossible. Yeah, no do. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that trend? Look, um, I understand the fact that people think that the dairy, I mean the the animals, the agriculture is causing global warming, but there's been many. Uh, um, how would I say it? 
a lot of literature out there is saying that that's not the main cause. Yeah. Actually, there's other things, factories, cars, yeah. um, volcanoes. Just, just volcanoes, throwing yeah. just trash in yep. general. It's not even um, the animals or the farming. Yes, it does affect the environment. I'm not yeah. saying it doesn't. That is for sure a given. But it's not the biggest thing like a lot of the Netflix documentaries claim. Yeah. They make it seem like that's the main cause. We need to stop eating meat. We need... And then every time I watch a documentary, I also Google yeah. documentary debunked. Yeah. So I get both sides of it. Exactly. Issue. For sure. And when you do that, it opens up your eyes big time. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, I understand the whole fact about wanting to not eat meat because of the fat content in it. Well, if you get it with fat, the saturated fat can damage your heart. Like that is, it makes sense. I know that that's just a medical uh, facts. However, you can get meat almost without any fat whatsoever. Yeah. So there's that. Um, if you just, again, if you're just a vegan, you're just a vegetarian, you don't want to eat that stuff, why make something that tastes like meat when you don't even want meat? Right. You know, you're kind of, to me, that's ignorance. Yeah. In a way, that's kind of like, okay, dude, you want, you still want meat, but yeah. you're, you're, you don't want it to actually be meat. So that makes no sense. Yeah. Just eat meat. If you want something that tastes like meat, eat meat. That's interesting. Well, I think there's – so we have a lot of trends going on in our, like, keto or – Yeah, right, yeah. You know, low-carb or vegan or paleo or those things. That's why I think that – I mean, some of these people are just capitalizing on it. Oh, no, yeah. The, company, kind of. the companies are capitalizing on it. They're going to yeah. make huge money doing this Because there's a whole market of Yeah, people. it's a whole market. But – and then this stuff, like, you got to think about it. If it's – if it's a product that's supposed to taste like meat and it's not meat, that should already tell you how heavily processed it is. Yeah. So how that already tells you it's unhealthy. Yeah. It's not healthy like people think it is. Yeah. I don't think uh, Burger King is ever going to be like, let's just start being healthy. You know, let's make something and let's just start being healthy. They they aren't. Yeah. They're making a product, make it seem like it's healthy to attract another niche of people right. to make money. To make money. Yeah, they want something that's cheap and tastes good. That's their that's their mission statement. Exactly. If they can do that, that's semi healthy, and helps well, the environment. I'm not even yeah. semi healthy. Yeah. Man, it's so heavily processed. They have to add so many chemicals for it to taste like meat. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you want meat, if you want something that tastes like meat, just eat meat. Yeah. It's interesting. What do you think about uh, keto and paleo and low carb? What What are your thoughts on that? So stuff? I've read a lot of literature on a lot of these uh, diets, and to me, when you're gonna do a diet, pick one that you can stick to if you can stick to keto that's awesome like from honestly like deep fits on my heart i applaud you because that's crazy to not eat any carbs almost whatsoever like that's awesome but if you can't be consistent with it it's not for you don't do it because it's just gonna hurt you however um there's a lot of literature that says that especially for males uh if you're gonna do the keto diet it's not recommended to do it for too long because not eating carbohydrates messes with the production of your testosterone so eventually you start um you your test levels lower so that just means you get fatigue you start holding more water you get man boobs you know there's just a lot of uh, hormonal issues that happen when you don't eat enough carbs as a man yeah um so so i heard about also the impossible meat is very soy based yeah very soy based so i heard that does the same similar yeah it it changes testosterone into estrogen to a certain extent so you eat a lot of soy it's been shown that um it converts to estrogen. Your testosterone converts to estrogen. So, yeah, yeah you get watery, you get bloated, you get uh, the man boobs or yep. whatever. It's, you know, 
Um, so if you're a man and you do keto, that's fine. Do it to you know lose weight for four, eight weeks. But after that, I'd start eating carbs again because you're just going to do more harm than good after that point. Yeah. Um, so yeah. and then But women. Women have seen a lot of success in keto. There's a lot of girls that can stick to it. But again, any diet, I don't care what it is, paleo, vegetarian, vegan. If you can stick to it and you do it right, it's going to work. Right. It's going right. to work. And, it, and you, as long as you can stay consistent with it, that's fine. It's going to work. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. The consistency is key. Yeah. And I think also one big part of a diet is you start realizing what you're putting into your body. Exactly. Because yeah. the, the diet is all restriction. So you got to restrict to make sure that you're maintaining. And I think that's just a really healthy thing to do is I did keto for a while because keto okay. was all the rage. Right. And so I would look at everything I would buy. To see if there was carbs or sugars. Okay. But I've never done that until I started doing keto. So when I was buying stuff, I'm looking at it and reading the ingredients. Right. Which is like, duh, you should do that. But most right. of us just grab it, throw it in the cart. Exactly. Grab it, throw it in yeah, the yeah, cart. Yeah, yeah. But when you have to stop and think about what you're doing, it, it literally changes the It'll way you It will change what you actually put in your cart. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Do you still do keto now? No, I do like a low carb. Okay. Lower carb because I like... And I, I love my <laughs> beer. I love... I love pizza. Okay. And and so when I would when I would do keto, it would be like two months, eight weeks, ten weeks of just being so strict and doing so well and then just like seeing that piece of pizza so, and, and eating it. it and then almost feeling like death. Okay. Like because you put any carbs in your system, you yeah. crash. You crash. It, yeah. it hurts. Yeah. And so it helps you stay on keto, but I'm like, I'm, I'm missing out on things I'm enjoying. That you enjoy, yeah. So, for me, I have, like, a little bit of weight I want to lose. I have stuff that I want to do, but I don't feel... At one point, I was around 300 pounds. Okay. And so, now I'm at, like, 210, 220. Oh, dang. So, nice. like, for right. me, I'm very happy with where I'm at. And yeah. for a long time, I wasn't happy with who I was or right. what I looked like in the mirror. And for now, I'm like, I don't care. Right. <laughs> I'm okay with what I look like. Right. And, um girls still smile at me so that's hey, there you go man <laughs> yeah, no, like, <laughs> there you go <laughs> so it's like, oh that's funny <laughs> so like uh, for me I'm, i want to do a mix of low carb and i do really watch what you and i do a little bit of intermittent fasting that's okay like the dude that, well. that is amazing intermittent fasting so, is uh it's a good thing yeah in my so I, I go to church and stuff and um we've done fasting as a church mm -hmm. and so well, i'll take three days and not eat and that is difficult but i really kind of like that because you your whole body resets when you fast. You reset the whole GI tract, man, and that it does wonders for you. It's crazy. It just regulates everything. You don't eat for 24 hours, and it does something. You too. poop better. You feel better. You have more energy. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. The one thing I noticed on when I did keto was I was hungry, but after a while, my hunger went away. It was all mental. I don't know if that makes sense. But for me, that was like almost a realization that when I get hungry in the middle of the day and I want to just go grab a snack, that's an emotional thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not me being disciplined saying, okay, don't, maybe grab some water, just chill. And then if I just grab some water and chill, 20 minutes later, I'm not hungry. Exactly. I'm like, okay, well, that right. I just missed 400 calories because I decided not to. To eat. Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> so right. I, it was kind of like, mind-blowing to me a little bit so i actually have a question for you yeah so keto is very high fat so what would you eat yeah that's a great question so i would eat um ton of pork rinds 
Those are my thing. Okay. Pork rinds, MCT oil okay. uh, was the high fat content. So I'd do um, in the mornings. I would only drink a black cup of coffee and a bunch of um, MCTs. MCT oil in there, okay. and yeah, and so that was I mixed it around. So it was kind of like this buttery coffee. Uh-huh. So that was my morning, and then in the in the afternoon, probably like two o'clock, I would eat uh, ground beef. But yeah. not the lean. I would f- the cheaper stuff yeah. was like twenty seven, seventy seventy five yeah, or yeah, seventy five yeah. twenty five, yeah. and so that's super high fat content, yeah. and then just uh, a ton of cheese, okay. and just that's what I would eat. That uh, I would do a lot of pork too. Um, I do chicken, but is it wasn't fat enough, right? So <clears throat> I do stuff, but mainly ground beef, uh, ribs, some steak. I would do steak a lot as well, um, but yeah, just mainly. But I would have one meal, and it would be like a bunch of ground beef okay. and cheese. Interesting. And then pork rinds around that. So, yeah. Interesting. Or chicken. I'd use chicken sometimes, All but right. mainly it was ground beef. And that's the other thing. Like, I got used to just eating the same thing over and over and over again. And that's what you got to do with most diets. So, mm-hmm. like, for the chicken and rice and, and vegetables, I can do that for a while. Because right. after a while, it's just you're just yeah you know and it's not an enjoyment I, and, thing. I, just, and i get that question all the time <laughs> even at school because people like a lot of the my classmates that i have now are like the same ones because we're all doing the same major so they always see me eating between class in class after class and they're like how do you eat the same thing yeah every day all the time i'm like i'm like i'm like jay cutler said it the best do you know who that is yeah, yeah. i don't eat for taste I eat for function. And I was like, holy crap. That is, that's on the spot. And that's how I've had, at least recently, that's how I eat. I don't eat for taste. I mean, I'm not saying that my food is completely bland. Right. But. Yeah, it has to be so much. No, no, that would so be so gross. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have my seasoning to my chicken. I, you know, I'm, I eat a little bit of that on the rice or whatever. Yeah. But when I look at my food, I don't, I don't see it. I don't look at it when it's in front of me and say oh it's gonna taste amazing i say this is gonna fuel me for what i need to do later for what how i want to feel tomorrow yeah and the reason that i felt good yesterday yeah that changes it yeah so when you're you're eating you're just eating like you said you're just eating you're not thinking about oh this tastes good oh this doesn't taste good you just eat it just happens it's just another action it's just another thing that you do in the day yeah but then, don't get me wrong. I go to I'll go to Hacienda on the weekend, smash a mudslide. Yeah, that, without a doubt. But <laughs> that's a that's a pleasure. That's a pleasure, you know. Yeah. But um, that's how that's how I see food now. It's either fuel or it's not. Yeah. It's for function or it's not. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. That's a healthy way to think about it yeah. too, because it's not like yeah, it's tough though. There's so there's so oh, yeah, much man. pleasure that comes in it's eating. It's so hard. It's hard. Yeah. I don't, I'm not gonna tell you that it's not, but like I said, to me when it when I first started, it it wasn't hard because of the external motivation that I had, the external trigger that I had. It wasn't yeah. hard, but it is hard in general. Yeah. To most people, it's not impossible. You can anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. I don't. And they're like, well, I can't do that. I don't have. I don't have time. I don't have. Uh, you know, I can't do that. I need to have taste. I need to have this. I'm like. Well, then you just don't want it bad enough. Right. And there's nothing wrong with it. If you don't want it bad enough, that's fine. Just you know? admit to it. <laughs> just admit to it. Just admit that it's not because you can't. It's because you don't want yeah. to. Yeah. And that's the difference. It's tough. Yeah. That's, so, um, 
Do you have like any apps that you use to track what you? Uh, I use um. Or called... what you work out with too? No, not to work out. I use my Fitness Pal, the Under Armour app. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you use for like tracking food and stuff. I just use it to um. For the macros, I don't really care for the calories because pretty much what I eat, I already know how much calories are in each amount. Yeah. So I got to that point where I know how this many ounces has this many grams, this many. Oh my god! Whatever. So I'm like, I like memorized it all, dude. So, and like, I don't even have to do the math. Like, if I wanted to add more meat, like, I already know how much it's gonna be. Wow. It's like I already know. Like, I need an extra 240 calories. So I just yeah. So I'll just, need, I'll just add half a cup of rice and uh, four more ounces of chicken, and then there it is, 250 calories, no problem. Yeah. How do you, so when you're cooking up your stuff and chicken and stuff, do you just like go off by size, or do you actually weigh out what you? Uh, well, no, I'll buy like three like platters, two platters of chicken. Yep. And then I'll breasts. Cook, breasts, yeah. Thighs. Breasts or tenderloins, either yeah, one. Tenderloins, okay. Yeah. So I then you know I'll cook them all. I'll make I'll make them all. Yeah, because you meal prep, I'm sure. I'll make them all. I don't, I don't weigh them the stuff until it's cooked. Some okay. people do it before it's even cooked. Yeah. Like uh, a lot of the bodybuilders do, but I just do it once it's cooked. Uh, and yeah, I have a scale at home. I put a little. Uh, I'll put my plate or whatever where I'm gonna put my food in, and I measure yeah. how much uh, how much meat. Um, and like I said, I already know how much. Uh, carbs are in a cup of rice, so I don't even have to weigh it. I already know how much it is. That's nice, yeah. 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 It's so just it's just the meat. It's the yeah. meat that I always have to weigh. That way I know. Because I can't eyeball that. It's kind of yeah. hard to eyeball. But Yeah. Yeah. Do you break it down into certain, like, you say, okay, I'm going to have each one of my Tupperware thing, meal preps, have six ounces. Therefore, I'm just going to do it in six ounces. Yeah, I do. I, I do that. So, like, right now I eat six, six to six and a half ounces of chicken. Okay. Um, ground beef has the same equivalent when it comes to weight so same thing ground beef six six and a half ounces so i'll put that in each um tupperware for the day because i do it by the day i don't do it uh by the week okay um so basically either when i cook it or when my mom cooks it because i still live at home because um, she helps me out with it now and it's crazy how I, I told you like she used to like put, try force, put, put yeah. me down on it and force other food on me and now yeah. she's like helping me and wants me to keep eating that way that's cool yeah so when i cook it or when she cooks it um that's how i do it i just weigh it and then i put it in my tupperware so i whatever meat i make or she makes it's for two days so okay that's the, that way she, we don't have to cook every single day because that can also just that's just time it's a time thing yeah and you know it's a, it can be a nuisance as well so just i cook for one i cook food for one or two sometimes even three days and that's what i use and then i'll cook again or my mom will cook again and then two three days nice uh, yeah so i do eat the same thing at least three days in a row three days in a row two days in a row two days in a row and then you might do something different for and the then i'll change week. it up for the next day yeah. yeah or the next two days three days yeah it's good because i know a lot of people will meal prep on a sunday for that whole week for the whole week yeah some people it's do it that way it's all the same food it's which, all the same food which is okay but yeah that's tough i mean like I said, I'm not I'm not too picky, but I do have to have at least two different things in the week, or yeah. else it's just like I don't know if I really want to keep eating this at this point. But <laughs> this is just fuel, man. This it's is fuel. Just fuel. It's just fuel. <laughs> uh, there's a meme that like it's a huge guy, and he's like ah, chicken and rice again. My favorite. He, <laughs> he keeps eating it. I'm like, oh, that's how I feel sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Even though. I mean, it's, I don't hate it, but it's definitely not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. 
What if you were to do a cheat meal? What is your favorite? Like, oh, dude, Culver's. I'll go to Culver's. Culver's? I'll go to Culver's. <laughs> I'll go to Culver's and get the Culver's Deluxe, some fries, and then the biggest concrete mixture that I can get. Oh yeah. And that's what I'll eat. Or, uh, I'll go to uh, Red Robin. Have you ever had Red Robin? I've had yeah. Red Robin. I'll, I'll get a. Uh, the, there's not one really close to here. No. South Bend. So, uh, yeah, Mishawaka, yeah. South Bend. Yeah. Uh, I'll get the burger with the I forget what it's called, but it has the egg on it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll get the sweet potato fries. I'll get at least two servings of that. So the, <sighs> the one that it comes with, and then another basket. <laughs> oh man. And then I'll order that uh the chocolate lava cake. Oh. It's like huge. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I've seen Dude, that. it is huge. <laughs> it's huge. And it's fourteen hundred calories the whole thing. So just the chocolate just, lava cake. Just the cake. 1400 calories so oh dude it's amazing i never eaten it all by myself i always share it with my girlfriend so yeah. you know still 700 calories going down my stomach so on top of everything else on top of everything else i just ate yes yeah. top of the water i just drank the burger and the two sides fresh so have you cut pop completely out of your life yeah i have yet to drink pop wow. since would you do diet if you were to go back to pop you think no mm-hmm. you wouldn't do diet either just not what do you think about uh, like LaCroix and carbonated drinks? Um, I think they're okay. Yeah. Uh, I've tried it actually. I've tried uh, the LaCroix. Uh, personally, like when I drink carbonated drinks, it just makes me feel funny. Okay. And then like it bloats me, so I don't like it. Yeah. It tastes. They taste good. Don't don't get me wrong. They taste yeah. good, and there's nothing wrong with them. There's zero calories, zero everything. Yeah. So it's fine. I don't see anything wrong with them, but just me personally. Makes me feel funny, so I yeah. don't. Li- I don't like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. I know people kind of hate on it, but it has it has such a slight taste. You know, it's not like super tasty. Yeah. But if the, all you're drinking is water, it's like, oh, this tastes awesome. That's how I started. All I did was drink water, 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 and then, um, I started taking. Um, oh, I found a supplement company called Cage Muscle. I take. I'm pretty sure you've seen me post about it. Yeah. Um, and I take the one of their supplements called Hydrocharge. And it's uh, a powder with electrolytes, antioxidants, and, you know, it's just to help you keep hydrated and to flavor your water. And it's all natural, third-party tested, no uh, um, heavy metal contaminants, no uh, artificial colors, no artificial sweeteners. So it's, like, the real deal. It's, like, tested all. It's approved by the FDA and everything. So, wow. Um, that's what I use to flavor my water. There's three flavors that they have. Um, so once I found that, I started putting that in my water. What's your favorite out of those? Uh, the apple limeade, for okay. sure. Yeah. 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 That's nice because there's a little kick. And you're getting all the supplements. What supplements do you take? Like, I take all cage muscle supplements. Okay. Uh, I take a pre-workout. I'll take their intro workout. Is that like creatine-based? Or... Uh, it has creatine in it. Yeah. It's got creatine um, uh, hydrochloride. So it's, uh, more, it's supposed to be more absorbable because some creatine, like, Though if you use the monohydrate, it like hurts some people's stomachs because yeah. it's kind of hard on them and it's harder to break down in the body. So the hydrochloride is made to uh, be easily digested and not have that effect of bloating and uh, stomach pain, etc. I mean, some people can hold it down, no problem. But yeah, uh, no, the creatine, the pre-workouts. Uh, whenever I talk to anyone, mm-hmm. um, that's the one that most people have problems with. They can do protein all day long. Most mm-hmm. people can do protein all day long, but it's when they do pre-workouts. Some people, it affects them more than others. Right. I, I mean... I hear that. And, like, again, like, this stuff is, again, third-party tested. Yeah. No, no artificial anything inside that. And that's what I liked about it, because 
Um, I've tried everything on the market, man. As soon as I started lifting weights, I tried it all. All the different um, uh, proteins, pre-workouts, you know, you name it. Uh, C4. Uh, yeah, there's a, a C4. Uh, there's a uh, pre-workout called cocaine even. I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah, But yeah. just stuff like that, you know, I've tried it all. And it wasn't until I got um, until I uh, found Cage Muscle because I uh, the guy who's the CEO like I started following him on uh, he had like a, a workout plan on uh, bodybuilding.com because he's a writer for them so I started following him and then he brought up his supplements so I'm like oh interesting you know I'm gonna look them up and then uh, I start kept following him and yeah they're just like I said they're all natural um, they're uh, they're, I think they're great, and again, I don't get paid for this or yeah. anything by them. But shout I, out, though. but shout out though for sure. Um, but like, uh, they were the one supplement company that didn't make me feel like shit. Because nice. yeah, yeah. So pre workouts there was some that made me feel like straight ass. Others that hurt my stomach, made me want to feel like puking after I got done working out. Yeah. Or uh, you know, just didn't make me feel good. Um, and that's just uh, again, just because they're made with synthetic stuff and they're not. Yeah. It's oh, just really? not made to be consumed. So do you take like do you take any vitamin packs or anything? Uh, I take a multivitamin. A multivitamin. Uh, yeah. Multivitamin. Uh, a, You're drinking your antioxidants yep. and your your stuff in your water. You're taking a pre workout. Do you take protein? I take protein. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I usually have it with my oatmeal. Okay. In the morning. In the morning. Okay. Every morning. Yep. Uh, how many grams? Uh, pro, uh oh, protein. Your, yeah. Uh, your, Twenty five for okay. one scoop. Yeah. Okay. That's not yeah. bad. No, that's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, and then I take an intro workout, um, like during that working out, I drink okay. the. Yeah. Is it water based or is it more like protein or what? What would that It's be? a powder. It's a powder. Yeah, okay. it's a powder, and uh, it's got caffeine in it, a little bit of caffeine, and then again the amino acids and uh, taurine and coconut water, or coconut powder. Sorry, coconut powder. Yeah. In it, and uh, so it's just supposed to keep you hydrated while you're working out too. That's pretty much it. That's all yeah. I take. Interesting. I need to get more on my supplement game. I was doing just... I had my creatine. Creatine didn't do very much for me. And so I just would take... I mean, I need... When I was really lifting heavy, um, a very high protein. Really? So I was yeah. Like, for I was sure. trying to get as much... I was trying to do uh, one gram of protein per body weight. Yep. And so oh, that's why I was like... I was just down protein for yeah, a Yeah, for sure. So it was good. And that's the thing, though, about supplements... They're not magic pills, I'll tell you yeah. that much. And when I first started, I thought they were. You know, I was like, "This is gonna get me strong. This is gonna get me jacked." Or, you know, and um, they're 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 supplements because they're an aid. That's why they're called supplements. They're not called solutions. Right. Um, that's a good. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Um. So they're useful. You don't need them, but they help. Yeah. But you don't need them, and they're not the answer to the all glory of gains. That's for sure. Getting in and putting in the work. Yeah, the just answer. get in, get out. To yeah, what are your uh, fitness goals <clears throat> in the next like six months? Like six what are you, months. What are you trying to hit? Uh so I I currently weigh one seventy one point eight exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very I'm very anal about that. I won't lie. Uh, I'm trying to weigh one ninety by uh, maybe by January. Okay, hopefully be 191 so you want an extra 20 pounds of basically muscle 19 yeah 18.8 yeah 18.8 yeah. yeah 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 i'm just trying to bulk up as much as i can um uh, 
And uh, that's pretty much it. That's the only goal I really have right now is just bulk up. Do you focus on, like, hitting certain goals when you are, like, benching or squatting or or deadlift? Is that is that stuff that you're trying to do? That's a, it's a funny thing you mentioned that because I just got back into those things. Okay. Into squatting, into benching. So what were you doing beforehand? Like, what um, you... I, for bench, I would replace it with the dumbbell presses. Yeah. Uh, squats, I would do every other leg movement you can think of besides the squat. Yeah. And I don't deadlift. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I'm, I incorporate it now. I just started also too, but I use the trap bar, not the straight yeah, bar. Yeah. It's better for your form. Uh, yeah. It's better for your form. And just, and then like having a, uh, back injury in the past, it's just easier on my back. Yeah. Um, doing the trap bar. Uh, but, um, I guess now that I'm back into benching and squatting, uh, I did a one rep test this week for both. I got 265 for squats, which is pretty trash if you ask me. <laughs> and then 225 on 225 on bench for one. Uh, so just looking at those numbers, two plates. yeah, two plates. Those numbers are familiar to me from high school, because in high school I would I squatted 315 six times, so three plates on your side for six times, wow. and I benched two. Uh, 255 once so those are the numbers I'm chasing now that I just started incorporating the stuff again yeah those, you'll hit those I'm, those are the numbers I'm chasing you'll definitely hit those I've hit 300 and I was, I'm not I'm not trying to bench heavy really? but I can hit 300 every once in a while okay. so yeah. yeah you'll and you're more weight you're way more disciplined than I <laughs> and dedicated than I am so I am it was, I mean like if I don't get them uh, by by that time frame, yeah, it's not uh, it's not gonna kill me. Yeah, or, you know, just destroy my mentality or anything. But they're just there. They're there because uh, I need something always to keep me going. I mean, just going into the gym, working out isn't isn't enough. Yeah, I have to have a, a drive. Yeah, I have to have something that's like, all right, I'm chasing it, so I have to go get it. Yeah, yeah, I can't just walk in and there is okay. having a goal or having. <clears throat> So, like, I did this, this triathlon a couple weeks ago. And I, all I saw that. that. That's awesome. I was, I was trying that. That was awesome. I was flexing hard on the <laughs> But when I signed up for it, and I did it. And by doing that, I worked out harder, and, and both in the gym and then outside of the gym. And I was watching what I was eating and all this stuff because I had a goal. Right. And I wanted to be able to compete and focus and do that stuff at that goal. And it helped. It really focused me in on... What were my goals and made working out a priority? Right. So it is having a goal is massive. Yeah, dude. Like, um, if you walk in without a plan, even like I don't know, I don't know how people do it. How they just walk in, work out, and leave. Yeah. I I feel like there you have to enter with a purpose. I see Some, those people though. They oh like, yeah. Just like, oh yeah yeah. They oh, yeah. do triceps and squats and do some chest. And then they're out. Like what day are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this isn't everything day. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, nothing against those people for right, sure. But right. they um, probably just have never gone with a buddy. Maybe, or yeah, or maybe they're just starting. You know, yeah. so we don't know. We don't know unless we ask them. Yeah. But, um, oh yeah, if I don't have a even a small purpose for that one day, or for like an overall, I can't go in there. Can't step in the gym if I don't have a, if I don't have something that I have to chase. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What do you think about all the supplements that are sitting in that uh, that refrigerator? 
at the gym. At the Would gym? Would you ever use any of those? <laughs> no, I, I am super against the energy drinks in there. I um, see people just drinking bangs. Like, I know, they just smash bangs like if it's like <laughs> like, like, like water or something. Yeah. And yeah. Um, It's all good. It's just not what I would be doing. Look. Honestly, like, I'm not trying to have heart palpitations. Yeah, exactly. Time. I'm not trying to have my heart rupture in the middle of my warm up set. But right. again, that stuff's just so heavily processed. It's just a bunch of chemicals put together to make you give you energy. Yeah. But it's not good for you. No. Um, and a lot of them are that they're super dosed in caffeine like yeah. that's great but they're very underdosed in the other ingredients that yeah people do need yeah. or could help you so yeah and uh and that's the thing like i've asked a lot of people i'm like so the pre-workout you take or whatever you take before you're what do you what do you look at look what do you look for to get out of it and they're like I just want energy. I just want to feel the buzz. I'm like, you just want to feel the buzz, like the tingly feeling? And they're like, yeah, I like that feeling. Why? Like, like I don't know. It just wakes me up, makes me feel good. I'm like, okay, if you like synthetic beta alanine just running through your bloodstream, that's fine. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, but I mean. Just buy that then. <clears throat> snort it and then go. To the yeah, gym. just snort it. Might as well. Yeah. No. Stop paying $12 for it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, those things are expensive too. That's another thing. Yeah. Those things are expensive. They are. They're not cheap. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I know. So the supplement thing is a—it's a huge thing. You can go on and on debate yeah. with anybody, with everyone. And everyone has different. Sub- and everyone has yeah, why they take it, why they don't. There've been like GMC and just walked around, looked at all the different stuff that they had. I mean, there's so many different. things Yeah, there's so many things, man. And everyone tells you why the, their supplements better than others. Yeah, and again, like I cage muscle for me for sure, without a doubt. So, uh, but to tell you that. Uh, I heavily push people on it. Not really. Maybe on my girlfriend, I pushed it on her, but that's different. Yeah. Uh, but if I sat down with you and like, hey, I want you to take cage muscle. It's gonna work. You're gonna get the results. Blah blah. No. Yeah. I, uh, when I do post about them, it's just to show support and then you know hope they repost my <laughs> my thing. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. When I uh, when I talk about them and just the fact that I take their stuff. Well, it's good because I think people see what you're doing, so it's good to show. Your whole your whole concept of your social media is to show people what you're doing. Exactly. You know, and if if what for the average person, supplements is a whole different world. Yeah. And there's a lot, like you said, a lot of different avenues. So just so if they can say, okay, this guy's getting results. He does cage muscle. Maybe I just step up and talk to him at the gym about cage muscle. Right. Or, I mean, I'm sure your DMs are open for fitness dude, related stuff. Yeah, my DMs are open for even non related fitness stuff. Yeah. Like my DMs are so dry sometimes. <laughs> so please send me a message, talk to me. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, man, for sure. Anyone can ask me anything. Personally, I love DMs. Fine, just message me. But I like human interaction. If you see yeah. me at the gym, if you see me out wherever, yeah. approach me, talk to me. I like human interaction more than I like. Uh, social media messages, text messages. Like, yeah. I mean, I'll answer them, no problem for sure. I'd love to answer your question or comment or whatever. But I like the human, in- the real deal, the real connection, the real eye to eye conversation. Like, yeah. that's what I want more than anything. Yeah, that's it's just better that way. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what? I, for me, I've realized that we're going to go a little bit away from the gym, but like I, for a long time, sometimes when people talk to me, I look at my phone every once in a while, and I'm like, 
but I'm not getting anything real on this phone. So I've been putting my phone down right, and right. just having a conversation with someone. It's just like you're so much more enriched in it. Exactly. It's nice. I don't know. I, I, again, that's another thing that's just disappearing. People like like to hide behind their screens to talk to people, yeah. whether it's a normal conversation, a super positive or super negative conversation, yeah. instead of just, uh, hey, talk to me. Yeah. Let's settle, fix this, talk Cash about whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw that discussion I had on Twitter with some of those guys. You didn't see the beef I had? Okay. Uh, 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 maybe? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, like, I'm not going to bring it up because it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. And whatever it's just that i i told them the same thing i just said i'm like if you want to say something come talk to me. approach me yeah i'd rather have it that way than battling you on a screen with my twitter fingers yeah and a lot of times they're still tweeting and it's like okay here's the thing dude i don't stalk your profile so therefore i don't know you're talking about me exactly like i don't care yeah <laughs> but yeah. like again like but yeah they're they're directly adding you or they're I think I remember seeing something. We'll talk off. We'll talk okay. off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I guess see I him it's... Steve and ask him about it. He'll let you know. Yeah, I'll let you He'll know. He'll send you the thread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Bro, we've done an hour and a half. Jesus. For real. <laughs> yeah, for real. Okay. Uh, uh, can we get real quickly, um, you know, I'm going to wrap it up. But uh, Yeah. What, all right. I, I wanted, what, do you have anything you want to say before we wrap this up? Uh I guess I'll just uh, advice to someone who wants to go to the gym. Advice to advice to, to people who I'll, are. I'll, I'll summarize some yeah. of the stuff I said earlier. Uh, have a healthy relationship with food. Uh, don't let it um, the clean eating completely overtake your mindset. You can have that piece of cake. You can have that cookie. Just be mindful of it. If you do have a goal to lose weight, look better, but don't let that one cookie destroy your whole week, your whole day. Uh, when it comes to the gym being new, uh, I recommend you go with someone that's already familiar with the gym, familiar with the machines, or just familiar with the environment in general. It'll uh, just make the place easier. Don't be afraid of the gym. I guarantee you, I'm almost certain, I promise, there's more people there that are want to help you than that they want to judge you. Especially if you're new. If you have, like, friends and you're just comfortable there, then, yeah, everybody's going to talk shit. But that's different. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you're new, I, there's more people wanting to help than wanting to bring you down. Um, and uh, don't snort your pre-workout. Yeah. Right, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> don't snort it. <laughs> it hurt your brain. Uh, so where can people find you? Uh, definitely on Instagram at... Don Black Mamba 12, that's D O N B L A C K M A M B A 12, 1 2. Uh, Twitter at Steve Mamba 12, and uh, Facebook just Steve Perez, but that you might find other people. It might take you a while to find me <laughs> on there, but uh, yeah, definitely Twitter and Instagram. I'm always on there. I shouldn't be, but I always am. Same. <laughs> Sick, dude. Sure. Well, thank you for coming on yeah, my podcast. Dude, thank you for having me, dude. This is awesome. Yo, shout out to Steve. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast, bro, and giving me so much information and hopefully everyone else's information. Um, he's hitting those goals, guys. He is dedicated. Follow him on Instagram. He gives such great advice. Like, I've learned a lot just from watching him on Instagram. So, uh, if you want to grow and learn about different things, he is a great avenue for that, and he is easy to talk to, always available. 
So plug him, follow him, see what he's up to. Guys, uh, thanks for listening to another Timmons podcast. I'm just going to give, I like to do what I always do at the end of my podcast, give a shout out to one of my homies. And I've, I've shouted him out so many times, guys, but it's Abe. Abe Medlin. I think that's how you say it. Sad dad. Bud Burgundy. Yellow Season. It's all out. His newest album, Yellow Season, is out on Spotify, on Apple. And guys, let me tell you, it is amazing. So check it out. Look up Yellow Season or Sad Dad. Or Everybody's Sad Dad. That's his name. Everybody's Sad Dad on on uh, Spotify. And look at Yellow Season. And, and I'm telling you, the vibes are real. I've had it playing nonstop since it released. I think you guys will love it. Because I absolutely do. So, all right. I'll catch you guys on another Timmy's Podcast. Blessings and good vibes to you for the rest of your days. Bye.